What's up, bro? Fans are also twice. I'm back here for yet another one for a week of Zombro's action. We are definitely not late. 100% nope. no tech issues on this show ever. You think we're professionals? I think we're professionally amateur is how I would describe this show. But you keep coming back. I don't know why, but it's good to see you. How you doing? <laughs> I'm joined by my co-host, Johnny J25. How you doing? We're not late. We're 12 minutes early. <laughs> for <laughs> next week's trip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Terrific. All right. Yeah, I'm doing great. Off. But, but you, know, you know what I am this week, Reed? What, Johnny? I'm the co-host with the most apology. Oh, Jesus. Right out of the gate? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right out of the gate. I need to make... <sighs> I need to make a formal and honest apology. Oh. There were a lot of conversations being had on Twitter last week. Oh. Um, conversations that ran surprisingly long over comments that I had made on Zombros. And I want to make a heartfelt and sincere apology to those who I hurt or offended with my comments. I was completely out of line, said many false things. Uh, I should have never claimed to be first in the world for every Easter egg. Um, as a journalist, I went too far. I'm deeply sorry for my comments, and I apologize to any Easter egg hunter who I offended with my comments. Uh, that's my apology. And we're joined by Mark and Aaron this week on Patreon, <laughs> or on Zombros. They are Patreon supporters that help make these podcasts possible. Clearly, I don't know why you support the show, but here you are, and we're very grateful. No problem. No, mm -hmm. No problem at all. Oh, that's great. So, John, do we have our standard questions? We always ask our patrons who get on here anything exciting to discuss, or uh, are we going to jump into the gameplay on screen right now? No, we're not. Ask the questions first. I, that was a loaded of question. Course, of course <laughs> we do. Um, do you want to kick things off with uh, Classic? Uh, so just give us a sense. How long have you guys been playing Zombies? Why don't we start with you, Aaron? Just to give us a gauge of like your level of zombie expertise how long you've been playing uh i was playing back in world at war my stepbrothers actually introduced me to it Ooh. when uh my mom and their dad got together so uh that was kind of you know what got me into it was uh right before Doris came out mm. when i started what about you mark how long you've been playing Zombies? uh <clears throat> black ops one with uh kino der toten because uh, mm, i didn't buy deal yeah i didn't buy a dlc back then so, I feel like that was a lot of people's first map. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I would, I would go on a limb to say Kino, most people's first map, maybe transit. Maybe Actually, transit. my my first map was Dead Ops Arcade. But how does that even work? <laughs> uh, I went to my cousin's house, and that was what I played uh, first. Oh, uh, that makes like, sense. Oh, but yeah, by that logic, then I think my first map is Kino, but I don't, I don't know if I count or not Kino, uh, not. Because I think I played Knocked once at my cousin's house, but I don't know if I count that. Mm. But I think the the most people's first map has to be a launch map, right? Oh yeah. So I, so I guess it would be whichever one exposed people to the like whichever game had the most amount of new players. Which my guess is either Black Ops One or Black Ops Two. Yeah, I feel bad for the people who jumped in at Black Ops Two. You Me feel too. Because oh, I had to kick off. <laughs> oh yes, but their first taste of DLC was one of the greatest DLCs of all time. So I mean, in that sense, 
they couldn't have been more. Blessed. I mean, before the, even the bank patch, maybe you could even agree that it was a little, little awful before you could access the bank on Die Rise. Like, would you even admit to that, or is it still just you know what? I never mind. That's it's you're never. I actually, I, I hate you're fighting a losing I, fight, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you're I, not gonna I, win I'm this one. Do, I'm a big anti-bank person. I yeah, I, I think the bank completely breaks it. But am I out of mm -hmm. focus now? Son of a gun. <laughs> What's the Dempsey line? I ain't winning here. <laughs> All right. Next one, we'll, we'll jump. We'll jump to Mark on this one. Do you have like a favorite zombie memory or cool zombie moment or story? Do you want to? Uh, the first time I was trying to do the Origins Easter egg, me and my friends stayed up to probably like one a.m. We're going to do it, and uh, we get the uh, glitch. We get a glitch uh, where we're probably like two hours in at this point, and uh, the we cannot repick up the uh, fire staff under the basement oh. so, so we had to uh restart the whole thing and then oh. we still got it done that night so it was a good yeah. time but oh, nice. but uh yeah we had to restart the whole thing and uh it was a tough night <laughs> but that was probably my favorite memory of zombies i think back in the day nothing was more frustrating than doing an easter egg and dying towards the end Mm -hmm. especially like what like because we would we would try to do like the call of dead and the ascension easter egg me and my friends like we'd come back from soccer practice we'd plan to do the easter egg we'd have like the steps up and we'd be reading the wiki page and like some some dickhead would accidentally kill the crawler so like we'd be going on for ages doing this we'd get to the end of the round and might accidentally kill the last zombie and what should be like a 40 minute process becomes a two-hour process that we end up dying at the end of those were frustrating afternoons. Uh, that's, I think, where my, my hatred of Easter eggs has developed. Oh, John, my hatred of Easter eggs developed right inside Die Rise when the Maxis step would never work because the ballistic knife would glitch out or the balls would glitch out all the time. No, no, they're not glitching now. You were just doing it wrong. <laughs> it's like the GK Easter yeah. You were just doing it wrong. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. All right, Aaron. What about you? Favorite zombie moment or favorite zombie memory? Uh, I think, in all honesty, I think my favorite zombie memory was uh, we had a well, we had a cookout, and uh, it was right right when Black Ops One was getting ready to come out, and we all popped in World at War, and we were playing all together. You mean like a cookout, like a barbecue? Oh no! Uh oh, spaghetti! <laughs> oh. Uh oh! <laughs> I just He's got, frozen. That's classic. Uh oh, SpaghettiO. Oh, no. Is it, you ever see that meme where um, it's just like my wife, my wife is breaking up with me or divorcing me or girlfriend, any of those lines, and it just like she's like, I'm leaving you. And it's like, I'm leaving you because you say uh oh, SpaghettiO too much. And it's like under my breath, I say uh oh, SpaghettiO. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try and find that meme or somebody in the chat could. It's much better than that, but. That, that begs yes, the question, good. is uh-oh, spaghetti is something to ruin your marriage over? And I would argue, yeah. The real question is, what would life be like today without memes? Uh, it would be a lot boring. There would be no dreams. Um, like, wanna... without, without the creeper meme that I started in the Discord here earlier this week. Oh, oh. The... <laughs> You guys in the Zombros Discord, you have a sense of humor. All right, that's the good news. <laughs> you guys entertain yourselves, and that's terrific, man. <laughs> it makes it makes it we all. Much got through better. the whole. We almost got through the whole song too. It was it was disappointing. Oh goodness! Do you want to talk about GK? 
Do you guys want to? Um, yeah, I'd love to. We can. Um, oh, there go the boxes. Hopefully, I, I didn't. Back. I didn't understand Treyarch's tweet this week. Yeah, so that's why I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Uh, I'm gonna hope he joins back in, so we'll temporarily be like LOL to the boxes. So let's see, what mm-hmm. can I? I can do. I have an idea. All right, so we're gonna come over here. We're only gonna have the screen right now, so that'll be all right. We'll have some nice GK background, and as soon as he comes back, we'll come back to our wonderful faces. But Treyarch, now actually, all my uh, stuff is on a different monitor, so I'll move this back over. Treyarch sent out a tweet, and they go update. The team has been actively working on a fix for Gorod Krovi and Black Ops Three. We'll keep you posted on the final development date. Hashtag zombies. I am very curious. <laughs> I'm very curious, Treyarch. When this is about this tweet, <laughs> aren't you, John? Yeah, yeah, right. The the wording is is so interesting to me uh, that it really sounds like it was a response. Were you aware that the Reddit was trying to get a class action lawsuit against Treyarch? <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware of that. All right, is that, that's probably where the tweet came from. Right? Uh, uh, they yes, they started filing complaints with the Better Business Bureau. There we go. Yeah, he's back. Okay, cool. So let's uh, let's Welcome bring him back. back. Oh, good. The screen's not up anymore for some odd reason. That just did that terrific. All right, Rob. To no avail. And... I'm just a bad luck charm at this point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, nope. Oh, nice. There we go. And perfect. Everyone's back so there. Just so Game. just to fill you in, Aaron, we're talking about the uh, the GK Easter Egg and Treyarch's update and okay. their defense of the potential looming class action lawsuit. Well, that's what it was going to yeah. develop into. It wasn't there yet because first they went and they were fighting complaints. But it was coming. <laughs> it, was. it was coming. By hell or high water, they were getting a class action lawsuit. Well, see, I wonder if I can find the, the post. What, what was the lawsuit for? Because I've been out of the loop a little bit here lately. I've been doing all the new Destiny stuff, so I've been kind of out of the zombies loop for a little bit. Um, no, the, basic, the basic idea is that, you know, they're being a bad business by selling people an incomplete and broken um product okay i think that's the basic it's idea, fair right? uh, where's, I mean, where's that's, this? that's fair i mean they're not wrong i, um, I think they are <laughs> i mean, I mean they, john they, have they, talked they, about this before why i mean i'm just so confused because as we've discussed on the show the easter egg is not broken yes i did it yesterday uh-huh tell me more john it was a great time uh, we set we set a new world record. We did it in uh, what's the current world record? Uh, well, how fast did you do it? Because that's the current world record. Oh, uh, go, go point, go point, my man, Mark. We did this in like thirty five minutes. Uh, Actually, I, I think it's I think it's past that bit. It's lower. We did it in thirty four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Totally not Googling this right now. Damn it. I was, I'm trying. You need to buy time for me to find the post that I'm trying to find. Maybe it was taken down. Because there is a, Wait, the, uh, there's uh, a Reddit post. The, the the solo Easter egg world record. The previous world record was um, 45 minutes. And like I mentioned, I did it in 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's a new current world record. I haven't uploaded yet on the YouTube channel, obviously. I'll get around to that. But if it's anything like my last YouTube video, these videos take months to make. 
Um, yeah. So it'll get up eventually. I'm not in a rush. You know, it's I got other Easter eggs to be. But yeah, so the map's not broken. So I don't know what the hell Treyarch is trying to fix. Like if they're just, if like, I imagine Jason came into work one day and was like, okay, they think Garot Carvey's broken. So we're just going to make it seem like we're fixing it. And then they just won't even notice that it's not broken. Or we'll be like, nope, it's fixed and do nothing. And everybody will be like, oh, man, you guys are the best. Yeah, so <laughs> there was a post that was asking everybody to go file a complaint with the BBC. The person already did it with the, not the BBC, the BBB, the Better Business Bureau. And people were starting to flood it with Go uh, Rock Crowby's Broken. So <laughs> on the same <laughs> day, I saw that post that a bunch of people filed that. Treyarch made a statement after years of not saying anything about it. That is some next level insanity to me. <laughs> That's some good. Those that, are some good memes. The Garak yeah. Krovi not working is a good meme between me and one of my friends because uh, mm-hmm. anytime he wants to do an Easter egg, I go, "Well, I'll only play a Black Ops Three Easter egg because I really don't care for any of the Black Ops Four ones." But mm-hmm. and he and I <laughs> and I have we have most of them done. I'm like, "Well, we can play Garak," and he just says, "I'm not playing that because well, we can't get the achievement." And I go, "Okay," and then I. I wake up in the morning and I see that tweet and I immediately screenshot it to send it to him. Mm-hmm. And I look up and he sent it to me the night before when I was asleep. <laughs> I just thought it was, and it was just destiny. Oh. He, he was, he, so now we're, we have plans to do it the day the patch comes out. Mm-hmm. I thought you still get the trophy though. Hey, why no, would like, it pop? I already, I already have it, but yeah. he says that you don't get it because the cut, it like doesn't finish the cutscene and it like takes after that on Xbox. I guess I'm not oh, sure. So there's probably a flag after that then. And it's on Xbox too. It's broken. I thought it was just uh, PS4. He tells I he tells me this. I haven't tried. I had it all done before this like broken yeah. stuff came out. I have like Dark K Five and everything already on there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's what I, I was seeing. The argument was like, how could they possibly sell a broken game? This is illegal. And me and John have stared at that for weeks, being like, oh. I mean, it it sounds similar to me. Like, if you made an argument, I guess it's not it's not the same, but I I, I see it as like. It's a patch. There's something wrong with the game. They ship the game that, f- that works. But like Modern Warfare 2, the developers were like, F you. We, we got not only fired from our studio, we're leaving. We're done with this. Like, would you... Like, if, with with Infinity Ward, when Modern Warfare 2 was a mess and people were like, oh my god, everything's broken in this game. The balancing's off. These things don't work. New tubes, one-man army exploits. They weren't filing shit with the BBB to be like, fix the game! <laughs> but obviously that's not the same yeah. as not being able to get an achievement and with without it crashing it's it's not apples to apples there so um i i, I th- that's just where my head's coming from to try and try and explain why i keep seeing this and people getting so upset by it obviously i've done it all so that's why again i don't have yeah. stakes like other people who are just getting into it being like that's super unfair i want to have my rk5 i really i didn't have the money or i didn't know this existed months ago why should i get punished for it so all those are are fair but it's just like they, they've had this this campaign of fix go rock Crovey for almost like in the same same sort of passion like the there's yeah. there's not water in flint michigan or the water's still dirty in flint it, but yeah but, it kind of reminds me of the uh, game of thrones petition to remake the eighth season yeah yeah that's another one it's just like this is entertainment media it's 60 bucks uh but then the dlc obviously is more so it's a little over 100 bucks you're entitled to your money but the whole map works 
there's Everything. far there, there's like there's there's way more broken games. I, I almost thought this was just more a meme yes, than it, it was to. actually like a complaint to the Better Business Bureau like if that was the case, then like every game could fall under this category of deserving a uh I guess a class action lawsuit. Because what game isn't broken or buggy on launch? Well don't don't keep saying class action seriously. lawsuit. That's what Treyarch was hoping to avoid. No one actually brought it up yet. So, mm-hmm. so I just want to keep that clear because then if we keep saying that incorrectly, then I'm sure some snowflakes on Twitter are going to be pretty upset at us. So let's not say that. It's it's just like, John started it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that'd be even better if a class action lawsuit comes out because like Zombro said we could do it. I'm entitled <laughs> to my five dollars. I get a. I get a I get a cease and desist letter from Activision. You definitely won't be getting invited to any events at that point, John. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. So why exactly aren't I invited? Well, you tried to you you, th- you tried to start a class action lawsuit against us. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll <laughs> do it. Oh, that class. <laughs> You're like, and I'm like, which class action lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> The one where the game was broken, or the one where you refused to make remake my favorite map? Oh, oh, that one's coming. That one is coming. <laughs> I am, ent- I am an entitled human being. I deserve you know, it. You know, I don't believe you should sue Treyarch and Activision over Garage Crow being broken, but the exclusion of a map is clear-cut discrimination. <laughs> You know what they're what they're doing to die rise is you know letter of the law by the book discrimination, and I just won't have it. Mm-hmm. I won't stand for it. Oh well, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad you're so morally. I will fight. I will fight on. I will not bend to the will of these cowards. I will not back down from my stance. Treyarch, if you if you don't remaster die rise, <laughs> Treyarch is the Fire Nation, and John I don't know what I'm going to do. But I'm gonna do it. Mark, you, you got all the memes, my guy. <laughs> Bro, I just got I just got this uh Blu-ray set on Amazon. Oh Jesus, he's even got it's half off. It was Did half you guys off. know That's they're doing good. a live action remake yes. of it? Yes, Flex. and it's gonna be really good. I'm hyped. It's gonna oh, be better it's made by the, the original last time they yeah, did a live action remake. Well it's made it's so. made by the original creators, so oh, yeah, that's why I hope. Yeah. I'm hyped for it. All right, John, Bullet Imperium, here it is. I think it's more about holding a company accountable for still selling the product at full price, knowing it is technically broken due to the achievements after years of microtransactions thrown at the audience. It's like, but we know the reason why it's broken, not broken. And it's just like, oh, I, I, you're dying on the wrong hill. (laughs) <laughs> it's i just don't this isn't the one to fight for like stand up the, all the com- companies they complain about year in year out whether it be activision ea um what's the other one that's a big offender bethesda they still sell the most games like people still buy their products they bitch and complain and they don't take a stand at the stuff where micro tractions are the biggest bother or epic games thank you bethesda thank you there you go I bought that collector's edition. What a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I spent like the the $80, uh, the Patriots pack for Fallout 76. It was awful. I immediately wanted to go back to GameStop the next day and be like, hey, could you take this back? (laughs) Did you hear about GameStop stock, by the way? Do you know what it's at? No. 
It's got to be plummeting. Three dollars eight eighty cents. Last I checked, eighty-seven cents. It, it was as high as fifty dollars back in the day, and it was hanging around forty something. It's down to three dollars and eighty-seven cents. Last I checked. That's I insane. That's meteoric. Just that company. If they don't go out of business, I'm gonna be shocked. That is. It was nine. They lost everything, it was, man. It was. It was nine. It was ten euros back in February. Three, it's horrible. Um, but with that, uh, did you Jan, ever get January. your bag, Mark? Did January you ever get your Bethesda bag? Oh no, I I was at a college when they did that, and I didn't have my receipt, so I just like never sent it. I forgot. I mean, no, I, I don't really. I didn't really. I don't even know if they actually ended up sending them out. They but, still yeah, haven't yet. That's why I was curious. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, that... I still got the. I still got the trash bag. Oh yeah. Oh man, what a mess that was! And they said these two. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these. They're like a bag of what the hell? I never opened them. They're like little green soldier like... men. They're yeah, they're like, like green soldier. Yeah, they're Toy Story green soldier men, but like <laughs> of characters in the game, I guess. They showed you, you dollar you store are... army men. Like, what? Yes, <laughs> doesn't make up for it. You have you set them up and you have battles with them. That's what you do. Here you go. We're sorry we fucked up. Have a have a dollar store army men. Wow. Platoon. Wow. That's terrible. Yep. All right. Well, my gameplay, LOL. It is <laughs> It is an old... Oh, cool. And that's not even up for me to change. Uh, go away. Okay. So, sorry. I'm trying to get more gameplay up. Any other thoughts about Go Rod Crowley between all of you guys uh, on that matter before we move on to maybe talking a little Modern Warfare 3? I think that might be some or not Modern Warfare 3. See, they already got me doing it. Modern <laughs> the Warfare Remastered. Dang yeah. it. Or, well, is Modern Warfare Remake? Yeah, or the Modern Warfare. Reboot? Reimagine? Yeah, Reboot. Reboot. That's what it is. Because I think there's a lot of really cool stuff, especially influencer stuff to talk about. So did any of you guys watch the Modern Warfare reveal event on August 1st? I seen the uh, trailer. I yeah, I wa- I didn't watch it live. That's I fine. watched the uh, trailer trailer for it, and I watched some uh, gameplay from Noah. I was watching Noah. I was cheering him on during the final bit. There, uh, he was getting deeper and deeper into the friendly tournament. But it was so strange. Was it a real tournament or not? Because like at the I, end, there wasn't like a winner, and they're just like, "All right, that's it for Call of Duty here," and they just tuned out. And I'm like, "What?" I think it was a tournament with no prize. Yeah. yeah, I think they were just. I think they were just having some fun. Yeah, the yeah. surprise was that you got to play the game. Really, I think that's what yeah. they were using. Um, well, the prize is basically whoever won real... would be known as the best player when the game comes out. So the real prize was friendship all along. Oh jeez! Oh. But I actually found myself actively being like, "Get yeah, Noah, get him, Noah," because I also had Doctor Disrespect up as well, watching, and he's just—I love his character, man. It's always entertainment there. Uh, and it was interesting, like to think that Noah is competing with people like Shroud and all these super esports yeah. guys. It's just really cool to see someone that has evolved past our community and still being super successful and being competitive. I mean, he joined Hundred Thieves, Hundred Thieves, yeah, right? yeah. And they're they're yeah. a, a, a esports team too and competitive. Noah is absolutely it's amazing. No slouch when it comes to games. And that's like he got, uh, I mean, he was he was holding his first own or second. Did he get first or second in that Fortnite tournament he was in? The one he got like in the solo one. He got like first, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm certain he got first. I mean, no one knows how to play games at a competitive level, which is awesome. It kind of it allows more. Oh darn it! It gives them more. Nah, not opportunity, but like 
it's not credentials, but it gives more oomph. There's there's absolutely a word for it that I can't think of because I'm not very intelligent. Ethos. No, not ethos. <laughs> Jesus. Pathos, you mean? Pathos? No. Oh, no. God, Jesus. Uh, Logos? It's, 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 not cred- Logos. <laughs> it's not credibility, but it's credibility, but more than that, with he's just like, he's a content creator, but he's not just pure entertainment. He also can put his money where his mouth is and play games uh, with the best of them, which is cool. I, I think that's a great aspect to why he's such a successful creator. So anyway, it was fun seeing Modern Warfare 2. Modern- Fuck! Oh, Modern Warfare. I'm just going to call it every other version except the actual name of it. Modern Warfare. It's so hard to think of this game as like the fourth or fifth Modern Warfare and not call it something else besides Modern Warfare. Um, Can we call it MW? They should should just call it Present Warfare. Ooh, I might call it that. Present Warfare or Modern Warfare 5. It's just too much. Uh, Because then it also... No, I'm not getting into it. Too many names. Uh, (laughs) But what do you guys make of the gameplay of it all? It's something that... The game doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look... Shit crazy new to me. It doesn't look like it's some a new experience. It's Call of Duty with a mix of Battlefield and Rainbow Six Siege is what I keep seeing. Part of me comparisons drawn to. It looks like it's gonna be a fine COD game, but see, my worry comes in is I thought the trailer was really good, but I also thought the trailer for uh, Modern or Battlefield One was really good, and I just didn't really care for the game, so okay. I get a little worried there. But it looks good. I hope it just doesn't get boring after like a month. Mm-hmm. What about I you, think Aaron? that they did kind of steal a little bit of Siege's Thunder with the, the destructible environment thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that That's kind of what Siege is kind of known for, being able to shoot through the walls and bust stuff down to get to your enemy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it looks cool, but, you know, even when I saw the first gameplay trailer, it's like, ah, this just looks like Siege, just a new version of it. Mm-hmm. Now, Juan brings up a chat, but doesn't need to be new. And for the type of player I am, yes, I think John is the opposite of me on that. For me, I'm always looking for the new experience in gaming. That's so like if you ever get a review from me or you ever hear me discuss things, you got to know I'm always this the type of gamer that's looking for that new experience. Something I want to because if I I'm more than happy going back and playing classic games, and I will be happy playing those games because those were my experience for like a kingdom hearts a sly cooper infamous last of us uncharted god of war you you go through games like that that's my experience with them um i want to see what's next now i don't want to see the redone or reskinned so that's why even like blackout battle royales when they're just reskins of one another they never really take it to that level of interest for the type of player i am or gamer that i am so that's why for Call of Duty, I'm always looking for what's the next step in Call of Duty because it's happened before where we've gone from just a COD 4, a World at War, uh, the evolution of like Modern Warfare 2 was such a jump with killstreaks just going bananas. I'm looking for that. And it's it kind of since Ghost, it's been very stable with what, what the expectations are and what you can believe that, oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to get year in, year out, an updated version of call of duty it might not be the worst thing in the world maybe you just want to play one that has more updates that's normally what it used to be was they were just playing like you bought the new call of duty just because it would work right it would just be called you call of duty used to be like just buying the latest madden yeah get the new roster yeah and that Um, was because like updates and microtransactions weren't as prevalent too back in the day so the entire atmosphere entire oh environment has changed sure go ahead john i'm gonna stop talking i would say though i like like you might think that i would say they don't 
need to like do more new things but i'm totally on the side of the especially just because of where call of duty is in the sphere of gaming right now mm-hmm. like it's definitely fallen off its high horse as the best game or the most popular game in gaming mm-hmm. so so i'm totally on your side when it comes to just wanting more new Mm-hmm. See, like, I, I think, think I think Call of Duty multiplayer is in that particular place, especially like for years. It always feels like people Call of Duty's biggest knock is that it's just the same shit every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm totally on your side with this one. Okay, what about you guys? See, I thought a while ago that Call of Duty should adopt the Rainbow Six Siege like style, mm-hmm. where they have a year pass, so you could have three games. You could have Treyarch have one, Infinity Ward have one. And uh, I can't remember what the third company's name is right now. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. You'd have each of them have a game and they could release a year season pass. And then you can kind of pick which one you want to play. So then you could just play the Treyarch game and it would just have, you know, new stuff for that season every year Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And they would just be on that three year rotation. But instead of releasing a new game, they're adding on to what they've already got or doing... And I don't I don't know of any game that's done this, but this would be something new is they could take, you know, a new game and just add it on for 60 bucks onto the game that they've already released as a giant expansion. Kind of like I mean, it, it's 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 something that, you know, I don't think a lot of games are doing that aren't, you know, open world at MMOs or something like that, you know where you load the game up and you have the choice between let's say black ops 4's campaign or you could go down in a list and play black ops 2 or black ops 1 or something like that and it's more than one game that you know you can get a new game out every year but you're not you know nickel and diamond people to death with microtransactions you're still getting your money because you're putting stuff out constantly yeah i i've heard this conversation thrown out uh, thrown out a lot and i think it's an excellent way to move on to the next bit of gaming where uh you're just updating a brand of gaming over and over again and when because of the current set they have and the developers they have it makes a lot of sense I, I i think there's a lot of merit to what you're suggesting mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of why i like you know games like destiny rainbow six siege because they're constantly updating and they're constantly adding new things i'm never bored I mean, yeah, with Rainbow Six, I mean, it's the same thing, but you get new maps, you get new weapons to choose from, you get new stuff added in throughout the year, and the same thing goes with Destiny. You get new locations, new events, new stuff added throughout the year that keeps you busy, and it doesn't keep you focused on, oh, this is the same thing with the same map, with the same guns, and the same crew, over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of what I feel like Black Ops is right now, is because you have the same people coming back from Black Ops 3. They're not making any real new characters with any new real innovations they're just kind of carbon copying what they've already made and bringing it over and i mean that's fine you know nostalgia and all that i I get that that's a a piece of that is smart business but on the other hand you know if you want to be really good you need to be doing that and innovating and bringing in new stuff at the same time you got to find a balance to do both Call of Duty's, I feel like, has been doing that for a long time. Or not a long time, but they've done this now for three to four games. It's like they're not really pushing any bounds or doing anything new. They're taking very safe bets, and they're kind of going off of what they've already done before. I mean, they, they did World War II. It was like, okay, we well, yeah, that's a really safe bet because we haven't touched World War II in a long time, and we know people want boots on the ground. And then it was like Black Ops 3, which is basically <laughs> the Black Ops all-star game especially blackout 
and now we have modern warfare where they're just basically remaking milking whatever you want to call it their most beloved franchise mm-hmm. right like they've been really yeah. less re- like resting on their laurels for a long time now at least three games a whole cycle i'd say have you heard the controversy related to modern warfare's reveal both at e3 and most recently have you heard are about you this talk are you no. talking about the um the i don't know what it's called the white phosphorus the yeah the white yep. phosphorus yep that's the one i was going to bring up that one and i was also going to bring up the too realistic the having depicting war too realistically and it's in having children fighting and casual and civilians being murdered and stuff and the argument that it glorifies it uh have you uh, do you have any thoughts on that type of stuff because i have tons of thoughts but i'd be curious well, uh what, what do you it, think about the is matter it in the, is it in the campaign or is it in the multiplayer uh the the kid stuff is in the campaign that was the e3 controversy the white phosphorus is in the multiplayer yeah that's a kill streak right yeah yes but i i will link in chat this video that i think that was uh, incredibly articulate. I'd suggest watching it later on. This individual, I don't know their background though, so I don't endorse them. I don't know if they're secretly horrible individuals, but I this video got recommended to me and I l- listened right. to it. It was really well put. The first minute alone absolutely uh, takes it to these uh, harsh critics online, or I would say these ignorant or just hypocritical critics of... <laughs> arguing about white phosphorus being bad. He even went as to look through the Geneva convention and all the documents. And it isn't a war crime to use white phosphorus, especially flame, like the flame version that's in this call of duty uh, against military uh, targets. Most of the stuff is outlined as civilian targets constitutes the war crimes and it's extreme tampering with chemical warfare. But he's like, that's besides the point, even though I could be right at this level, that's not, not what I'm going to be arguing with at all. So even what they're trying to run away with, with the sensationalism of getting a clickbait head head, headline being like, modern warfare is uh, making it okay to do war crimes and use chemical warfare is just untrue. Even at, at its most basic level. Where were these? Where were these people when Black Ops One featured the napalm kill? That's exactly what he br- yeah, brought up. You know where? Yeah, where were yes. these? Yeah, I watched the video. They were bringing that yeah, up too. Yep. You know, see, I, I, I really do think that the Call of Duty Black Ops One was a menace to society by teaching children that it's okay to napalm. I think it's yeah. completely awful. Nova you know, Six, you know, that, imaginary you know, by, gas by, warfare. By incorporating napalm into your game, you've now taught kids that this substance exists, and then maybe they'll be so curious as to go and Google how to make it and discover that you can make napalm really easily at home. And next thing you know, they're going to burn down their whole town with napalm. So absolutely, but like you're, that's disgusting. like also what if like in a movie, like Saving Private Ryan or like any war movie, it's like the same. You could make the same argument. Yeah, I mean, no, I, this whole controversy is stupid. Yeah, they, the, yeah. <laughs> The controversy is not new either. I no, mean, this is something no. that's been around no. forever. forever. And, and, and the main point that kind of comes up at the end of the day is, you know, the only way kids are getting the their hands on, you know, assuming that they're going to a legitimate store like Walmart or like, you know, someplace like that where they're not ordering it online or anything like that. But even if they are ordering it online, it still boils down to, you know, as the parent, you should be knowing what your children are buying. Um you know, because obviously they don't have a credit card, so they're using your credit card to get it. So you should be, you know, 
at least looking to see what they're getting. But if they're going to the store, you need parental consent to actually, you know, buy these games that are rated M for mature. So it all kind of boils down to if you don't want your kids to know about it, don't buy them the game. You know, that's that's kind of where where I've started to sit on it is because it's like, yeah, I understand that that stuff really shouldn't, you know, idealistically, it shouldn't be in the game. You know, that that's fine. But the game is not meant for kids. It's meant for adults or teenagers who know the difference between right and wrong. It's not meant for eight year olds who don't understand this shouldn't be done in real life. This is a game. And that's kind of where I fall on it. Interesting. Yeah, but but Aaron, then you have to do parenting. I know, right? That's ridiculous. It's something that you know. My, uh, I feel that uh, some people need to get the handle on. <laughs> I, yeah. I still have such a like. Even more off that point is when you start restricting these type of creative freedoms you, you start losing art you start losing the ability to challenge ideas it's like back in the day comedians they weren't allowed to swear and people were going to jail for swearing and comedians always t are on that line of like what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and it actually helps solve social issues or at least make progress towards social issues of talking about stuff uh, the glorification of war is always one of the most difficult things to cover through entertainment medias because you know there's this glory of combat there's this propaganda of how great it is but then again people can show how horrible it is but then you might be traumatizing all the people that end up playing uh, or end up playing or watching these games especially i think the vr debate is going to be interesting as time goes on when you can like literally feel if you get in four dimensions killing people if video games ever get to that point there's going to be a lot of interest to be had of where's that line drawn who are you to say, like you were saying, the mature audience and like mature kids sh uh, or mature people should be playing it. That's why the rating it is. Yeah, it's like the Saving yeah. Private Ryan debate. Just like they're trying to show you war is bad. War is terrible. Look at this. Right. And then people are going to be saying, like, we can't see that. I can't. I, I, that's not good. I'm, I, I feel totally attacked by that. That's that line of you have a right to be safe, but you don't have a right to be comfortable. You should be able to be challenged on your thoughts and why you believe the things you do and telling other people to stop that in America, at least the idea is like you don't have a right to tell somebody to stop challenging your ideas. There's another controversy that was a little quieter, but they were upset with female combatants being you being able to murder them in multiplayer. <laughs> in this modern setting what it's becoming a little too realistic so that was another thing that was addressing that video as well by upper upper echelon games by these gaming journalists and the article he linked they were talking about how it was wrong and too real and it's re reinforcing violence against women and it's just frustrating to me because it's just like we're, we're we're getting this is real there's real women pushing so hard to enter into yeah, our military they were like complaining that they weren't in the game. Yeah, you know? Gary, they they're they're oh, complaining yeah. that they they are in the game, and now they're complaining that they're dying in I, the game. I, I would say gaming journalists are complaining. Most people don't give a shit. I'd say yeah, very. Yeah. I will agree. With a that. very small portion. This isn't like I mean, four white guys trying well, yeah. to talk about this, so we need to take that with a grain of salt as well. But uh, there, yeah. there's there's women that have done exceptional things that have gotten to like special forces. There, there's an article a few. Uh, years ago i remember that three women made it into the rangers 
at Army Ranger Special Forces. That's an incredible accomplishment. They met the requirements to get into Special Forces. That's something that should be showcased and celebrated, especially even in video games. It's that Call of Duty in the past, before it became Battle Royale, Fortnite knockoff, All-Star game, used to try and be a realistic interpretation of war, even though it's far from that but back in the Real, day realistic with, realistic with air quotes yeah or grand assault yeah from from the foundation that was the the goal of call of duty was to be a realistic take on war and that's how we got a lot of really brutal shit in our games and sometimes we still get brutal shit so if they were to go ahead i'm sorry no no, no it's just to wrap up my thought it's just like i i gaming journalists as we are doing two weeks in a row now um it's just i i it's frustrating to see double standards the hypocrisy all around especially call of duty games as of late and just video games in general it's tough there are absolutely issues to be fighting for but i can't understand when this aren't getting upset about uh, a grenade that is not new and women being included inside the game and in combatant roles it's just frustrating to me to see that this is this is all the noise that stops people from thinking from having progress from pushing video games further from having artwork you know actually having video games become an art form that might change people's lives for the better i i i think this is just a lot of the noise and sensationalism of the internet right now and it's frustrating I can't imagine how the developers feel that they got to hiss. Either oh, yeah. they're either like, "Hey, at least it's publicity," or it's got to be exhausting to listen to this stuff. I, I don't well, know. Yeah, because you got to think they hear the same thing over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's just said differently every time. So yeah. they've heard this argument since probably they started developing these games, and now it's just getting to the point where you know we are also seeing it a lot more because mm-hmm. I'm sure they've heard their fair share of the other end of it. But what I was going to say is, mm-hmm. you know, if, if let's say Treyarch has the opportunity to remake World at War, they wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's just because of all the controversy and stuff that would come up with that. If they were to make it in, you know, 4K remaster version of World mm-hmm. at War, the grittiness and the goriness that that game has when you go back and play it, imagine playing that in a modern console. Yeah. That is just such a a a gritty. I mean, it's a great game. Yeah. It would look amazing. It would feel amazing. It would, I'd love to have it remade, but they're not going to do it because of this very reason. People are going to be, oh well, there's no, you know, there's there's either they're either going to complain that one, there's no women in the campaign or multiplayer options or anything like that. They're then going to complain mm-hmm. that it's too gory. We've already had with the Black Ops Three Zombie Chronicles where they said you have to take out the Nazi symbols. So mm-hmm. then they have to worry about that. Like, there's just so many, you know, check boxes that they'd have to make sure they had that by the time you got the game, it wasn't going to be the same. It wasn't. It wouldn't be even close to what World at War was. I'd say from the Call of Duty franchise point of view, and many other games too. I'm I'm with you on that, Aaron. And but I'd say, isn't it amazing that like a show like It's Sunny in Philadelphia or the Wolfenstein series just leans into it, and people bitch yeah. and complain. Then it's and in a couple of days. That's it. We don't hear any more, anything more from it, yeah. and the game comes does anybody, out. Does yep. anybody even complain about those shows anymore? I mean, not so I mean, much South Sunny, Park, South, like, but like take like a take like a yeah take South, like a Park, South Park. Yep. South Park is compare season one to whatever season they're on now, and season one looks like a children's. Show. Yeah, but they've so, just been doing it for so long, and they've done it so unapologetically and so unabashed. 
the media or any really form of media knows there's no point in picking a fight with South Park. Yeah, they're yeah, just gonna yeah. keep doing it. Whereas, like, I think I think you you can go after a Call of Duty, and you might even be able to get a response from Call of Duty. You know, like it's a it's a much easier target. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what we're looking mm-hmm. at in the industry, and also I saw a fair amount of commenters saying like gaming journalists are terrible things. They're not all. There's tons of excellent ones. No. Like Jason Schreier is a beacon example right now. I really hope he doesn't let us down. But this seems to be the guy that's breaking actual meaningful stories in the industry. Inside Gaming uh, with Rooster Teeth and Funhouse, they have an excellent crew there that seems to be doing good reporting uh, for the most part. And I love the stuff that Lawrence in particular. That guy just he's so passionate about gaming. He runs inside gaming I, to my understanding and boy oh boy is it really good to see people like alana lawrence and and that crew giving a shit and trying to give gaming a better uh, gaming journalists more integrity and i i really appreciate that work that happens from like jason schreier that group young yeah is another one but i think he does a lot of just like regurgitating what twitter does so there's there's people out there they're they're, they're trying to do their part but there's just so much crap it makes it very difficult uh to see through it when we have these type of sensationalist articles popping up so uh, yeah i'm just curious what you guys thoughts were on that we don't have to do it much longer any lasting thoughts about that before we move on People need to go. Cool. Cool. Well, let's talk about the game, though. Actually, Modern Warfare. Uh, You said you know it didn't break any grounds, but what did you guys think about inviting 150 creators out? They were live streaming it from all these different creators in a competitive setting. They played normal games. Noah got to get an AC-130, Chopper Gunner. They were showcasing the different game modes and then ended it with a tournament. What do you think? Just overall, just business, marketing, video game industry, Call of Duty. Any of that stuff, what are your what are your thoughts on on was it a good move? Is it fun? Do you like what you're seeing yeah. there? Is this how you market? What do you feel? I thought it was a good like way to like open the game, finally see gameplay and stuff. They, I mean, they sold me on the game. Like, I think it's gonna be fun. I'll probably get it. So mm-hmm. looks looks like I'll have fun for at least at least a month. <laughs> oh God! Hopefully, hopefully that's, it moves on. That's the games oh, these yeah. days. I'll get a month out of it. Oh. I hope to get more, but I don't yeah. know. I've been, I, I haven't, I've been uh, disappointed in the past. So you know, is that too much of an expectation now for video games to have these games that last months and months at a time? Is that too much to expect for? Because some, not all games did that back in the day. There was tons of terrible games being released. So a Kingdom Hearts or a uh, Final Fantasy game that would grip people for for maybe even a year, arguably, is that too much to ask in this day and age for gaming? Should you not make a game that will last a year or more, like Honestly, a World of Warcraft? So. Yeah, um, and I think it has a lot to do with uh, a lot of the gamers who are just now jumping into gaming, or you know, have been gaming for a year or two. Uh, you know, your early teen years because their attention span. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of this. It's hard for me as a streamer to sit down and do these long streams mm-hmm. and play one game. Yeah, like they're where like i'll stream like 30 minutes of call of duty and i'll go you know what guys let's switch it up let's go do something different because i'm just bored you mm-hmm. know and sometimes it's hard to captivate the attention span for that long um you know and and it's not that the games don't have anything to do it's not that they're short games it's just that you know as a player i can only do the same kind of puzzle game or the same kind of shooter game or you know the same this that and the other for so long before i get tired of it and i'm ready to move on to something else for a minute 
Now, that's not saying I'm not going to come back. I'm just sure. ready to move on for a minute or two. Yeah. I just think it was an interesting argument to bring up because we're always talking about uh, games as a service and the gaming industry and wanting replayability out of a game. But how much replayability do you truly want? I mean, some of us still go back and play World at War. That's 10 years you're still playing these games. Team Fortress 2, one of the greatest games ever when it comes to replayability and Gary's Mod, so on and so forth. Is that truly the best game ever? Skyrim with its mod uh, ability to mod has kept that alive for almost 10 plus years, coming up on 10 years. The uh, I had a land party in, during the summer, like about a month ago. Sure. And I we were just I we were playing Black Ops two and like custom games, yeah. and that was just like I was like, man, I just want this game to be like new servers for this to come out. And I just play this all day. Cause I I played Black Ops two is like my favorite multiplayer like to play. I just had yes. a lot of fun on that multiplayer. Yeah, me too. I really. Hey, several fans are also twice. Sorry, I accidentally triggered my pre microtransaction days. Yeah, right. When the microtransaction. Well, it started. Was... That's when it started. Bo two. Yeah, they just had the. Uh, they just had like. Was it Bo two or was it Advanced Warfare? Yeah. It was Bo two. Bo two. You could, but you could only buy like. Uh, buy like skins. Like you could buy like actual. Okay. Like, no, yeah, I think yeah. it was. I think it was, it was like, like you, yeah. wasn't it like camo? Packs? It was camos. Like, they were yeah, camo camos. Yeah, yeah camo packs. Camo yeah, but see, and that's all customization. Like so I'm okay with those kind of microtransactions. Yeah. I hate the pay-to-play that we have now. Yeah. I hate the fact that they've hidden weapons behind the rare, ex the extremely rare chance that you'll get it when if if you purchase these, it's ridiculous. Mm. I, I fundamentally disagree with the philosophy that they are looking to exploit quote-unquote whales they're dehumanizing people and targeting people with gambling addictions to try and exploit that so microtransactions in general just i i do not agree with the 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 philosophies the implementation of them with companies like activision does it ea does it bethesda does it right now those are the top uh, three that jump to my head the yeah. way they're doing it and like you hear those executives the way they explain it in their presentations that stuff does not sit right with me i don't like it whatsoever and so even though it's only cosmetic they're still purposely trying to take advantage of people who have problems to spend thousands and thousands of dollars well uh rockstar when they they up they just did their new update for gta online yeah, they yeah, added yeah. The, the casino and like they were they they blocked the update in like uh like so many different countries because yep. it was like actually gambling in the game yeah it's legitimately yep. gambling but oh what was funny about it too is that they ruled they just recently ruled in the UK that loot boxes aren't gambling because you can't turn it back into money, which is super frustrating uh, that that's where it was drawn. They didn't dismiss I mean, it as like not problematic and not to, uh, not unethical and all that type of stuff, but it wasn't gambling. Uh, and then that happened a week later. They literally put gambling in GTA. Like they literally put gambling itself inside the game. <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. Well, I you can't I mean, technically resell it because you could just sell your account. Yeah. yeah. Put it on there. But that's against the terms of service or that you sign yeah. when you sign, uh, when you ever accept into an online game or whatever. So that's something that is. Uh... Well, that's, that's, that's something. I mean, you know, and it's, it's, I'm not saying this is all Activision's fault, even though I'm going to imply it. Oh, um, <laughs> it's not intentionally implied. It's just they're showing through their actions that this is their fault. You know, yeah. As I said, I'm a big Destiny player, and right now mm -hmm. with the Bungie Activision split, mm -hmm. you know, the backlash of that has come out. Bungie has come out and said, hey, our microtransaction store is going to drastically change to, you know, certain things that are in there now are not going to be in there at all anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, they, 
come out and said that, you know, uh, like, you can get pieces of armor and stuff that actually have, uh, they're not good perks, but they actually have perks to them. And they're like, we never wanted any of that. That's going to be nixed. Mm-hmm. Those are just going to be uh, kind of like ornaments that kind of change how your armor looks and stuff like that. And that kind of stuff to me just shows, you know, how how sometimes it's not, let's, let's transfer it over to Call of Duty. Maybe Treyarch doesn't even want these loot box situations. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really just have a choice in it. Whereas it is kind of Activision going, no, we we need that. You know, that's that's sure. that's a staple now. We need that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I you know, it, it, that's one of those things where, it, as a as a, you know, if I was the if I was the company like Treyarch, I would find it very hard to find a publisher because you know I personally hate loot boxes um, mm-hmm. in microtransaction and read. We've we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, when you came on my podcast two years yep. ago about, you know, those microtransactions and stuff, sure, that works for online players. But back in the day when I didn't have internet and Black Ops 3 was out, I didn't I didn't have Perkaholic, you know. So I'm watching these streamers and these YouTubers and stuff, and I'm like, how did they do all this? And then it comes to find out that it's because they're getting stuff that I can't get because I can't afford something that everyone else can. You know, it's mm. it's this time, it's this the paywall, yeah. whether and, they realize and- it or not. Couldn't you? You couldn't even get Liquid Divinium offline, right? You, no. you couldn't even earn it. No. So no. they they were literally punishing you for not being able to. If you yep. didn't have internet access, you couldn't even participate in their microtransaction system, uh, or microtransaction encouraged system. I can't believe in offline mode you couldn't have access to Liquid Divinium. That's crazy to me. And what's even is, worse? Okay, so I when I did that. rare yeah, when, on the rare occasions that. where I would play online, I'd unlock stuff, um, oh. and then I'd go back on the offline. The yep. stuff that I unlocked would not transfer. Yep back to offline like it was like i think you had like boxing gloves and a baseball bat and those were the two weapons and i have unlocked everything on there and those are the only two things that i have offline and so one of the big things when black ops 4 came out was i did a uh, a a reddit review on my reddit page Mm -hmm. of offline versus online for this game yep um because that's that's something that you know i wanted to do back in black ops 3 and i just didn't have the resources to play it enough online to do that and so I have found that, like, you know, Blackout was their big thing. It was it was the whole reason that they got rid of the campaign, right? Because they wanted this new mode and everything. And that's the excuse they gave. But then when you went to go play it offline, Blackout's locked. You can't even play it. <laughs> it's like, so you have completely Oof. fucked over your entire offline. I mean, I'm sure that the number has uh, dwindled since Black Ops 3. But, mm-hmm. like, come on, you're you're screwing over people who pay to play this game, and we're probably excited for something different to try offline. Yeah. And... Think of the Black, Black Ops 1 Black fan. Black Ops 4 online is basically just a, oh, yeah. a zombies machine. Yeah. 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 I mean, think think about the guy in BO1 who picked up Call of Duty and wants to get back in the franchise. Oh, BO4 just came out. That's insane. Who doesn't say have access to the internet, just saw it on the ad, maybe a billboard, maybe some sort of TV advertisement. He goes to the store, he picks up the game, he pops it in, and the difference of being able to play, he could play zombie maps, campaign, offline multiplayer against bots. He had all this access. Just, just nope. There's entire modes locked yeah. that they can't play into. That is, yeah. You can't even no, open the game on PC. Since I yeah. did those reviews, it's, it's obviously been, what, about a year or so since Black Ops 4 came out. So sure. they could have updated that. It, it, I mean, I'm sure it's still extremely limited. Yeah. But, like, you know, that was your whole excuse for taking out campaign and 
the people who would play your campaign the most aren't even getting that mode. You did hear what why they actually took out campaign though, right? From the Jason Schreier article, you did get hear no, that. No, I, I haven't had time to read oh, the article. Okay, I have then, it up. I just haven't. Had on time on the off sheet, that's why I brought it up just in case. So the TLDR is they developed a campaign. It was crap, and they had to cut it with less than a year. So they just copied uh, PUBG because people were playing PUBG. They never intended to have battle royale in the game, but they were on a deadline and they needed something else to replace campaign after it was canceled. Well, the Black Ops 3 campaign was uh, pretty bad, so I'm sure that yeah. wouldn't have been... Again, that's another one. They yeah. had bigger plans. This seems to be a reoccurring theme at Treyarch Studios. They have beautiful ideas, awesome, grandiose stuff. They take their time, and then it gets canceled a year into a development, a year and a half, and they're scrambling before release to try and get something out there. Uh, but I feel I will bad say because people... if they were self-publishing, they would probably just go ahead and did it and bit the bullet. They would have gone ahead and did the campaign? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they probably would have just went ahead with it. Even if they knew it sucked, they'd probably been like, you know what, let's just bite the bullet. I don't, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. You don't know. If if the campaign was crap and everybody in the studio was like, yeah, this isn't good, it might have just ended up delaying. The game. And maybe that's better yeah. for the overall quality of the game. Maybe they started from scratch. Or maybe they do still make that decision independent of Activision. Hey, let's go yeah. balls to the wall with a, B, with a, B, with a BR. Um, here's my thing. I think a lot of people will feel scorned by that. This idea that, oh, the campaign was cut. Mm -hmm. um, and these are people that maybe don't like Blackout or for whatever reason. But I think I'm honestly okay with them cutting their losses on the campaign. If the campaign really was just like a pile of just nonsense and dog crap and they had released the game with that awful game mode, I think, I think like that's pretty bad too, you know? Yeah. yeah, like I kind of want to take them at their word when they say it was bad and Black Ops 4 is better served without it, you know? Like, I don't, I, I would rather BR over a crappy campaign. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people like the BR, don't they? Yeah, I wish you could yeah. customize right. it more. I mean, if you could do custom games and do even more with it, they, they've left a lot on the table. There's so many, like, party games that we could do inside there. If you they gave us, the like, mutation-type tools for Blackout, which they probably would have if they had a year and a half more development on it, that game mode probably would have caught on even even more than it, it did or failed to do in this year. Um, I'm curious about this offline mode now. I'm loading up EO4 about zombies. They're saying you can't complete Easter yeah, eggs they're in saying, offline. They're saying, you, they're saying you can't even play zombies offline. I, I, Which actually, I don't I think mean, that's true. It isn't because it, we did it Easter on PC. On PC, that's not. true. You can't play offline yeah. mode because they're trying to get around you getting into console commands, hacking mods, and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But on console, um, this is oh fuck. Oh no, that'd be online. Now here we go. Yep, yep. Because we played it. Oh, I played it pre-release. You, you were. Yep, my bad, John. <laughs> oh wow. I the played it. John just gave. Oh. I, I played it pre-release. You did. You did. You did. That's salt. And I, was... I can play on casual, normal, hardcore, realistic. It's all still there. Oh, but that's right. No, the Easter eggs were locked, though. Yep. Could you imagine buying this product without having online services? I've never thought about it like this before. It's awful. Wow. It really is. And the only reason I thought about it was because I played. I had to play games offline for so many years that until I was 18 and could get internet and build and stuff in my name, I didn't have internet. So, I mean, I played Black Ops 3. I got to show this. Post Zombie Chronicles. 
without internet. It was awful because so much stuff was locked to me that when I got internet, you know, and I, you know, thankfully I have more self-control than I thought, but like, I feel bad for people who don't, you know, once they get online, they're like, oh, I need this, need this, need this and start spending money mm-hmm. for stuff that it's like, well, you don't really have to spend money on that. All right, real quick, I'm going to scrub the boxes for a second, but on the offline, it doesn't even show blackout. <laughs> doesn't even it come up. I can't believe that. I It shows World League Zombies multiplayer going to zombies. I can't believe it doesn't even show blackout. Um, I always thought, too, in offline mode, since you're not hurting somebody, like none of the uh, megas are shown. Just give us all megas. Give us unlimited megas offline so kids can just have fun back in the day. That's what they used to do when you go offline mm. with multiplayer. Custom games. Yeah, with yeah. your friends. That's horrible. They would just give you all the guns. I imagine they still do the same thing in multiplayer. They have to. I'm going to click over to that right now. I mean, this is within the same franchise. This is the same game that I'm used to playing. Let's see. Yeah, yeah everything's unlocked. Very good. Because this is what I, I was used to, and you can, all the attachments are unlocked. This is what you would do in multiplayer. This is Call of Duty. This is where we'd have LAN parties and have a lot of fun. Yeah. Just being but able see, to but do see, all that. If you but, go to Megas and stuff, that stuff's not on there. None of it. None of it. And that was the same way in BO3. I do, I do remember so, that. So, you know, like your Perkaholics and stuff like that, you couldn't get any of that at all. As an offline player, they limit you on the experience so much that it's just not fair. Wow. It really is. Well, I guess it's Treyarch. They're probably saying the investment isn't worth the online. The people who played offline, they're not even going to really be able to, to, to even yell at us because they can't get online. So, <laughs> so they, screw they them. What, but the thing is, is you know, hurt. even like yeah. the DLC weapons and stuff, you can't get any of those. You can't yeah. get any of the, what are they, uh, prestige weapons? I don't know what they're actually called. Uh, Mastercrafts. Mastercraft. You can't get any of those. Oh. So, like, there's so many awesome things that this game brings to the table. I'll, I'll say that. But at the same time, you know, it's just kind of yeah. thrown to the side by the fact that they're not caring about a player base that might be limited in numbers. Granted, I don't know how many people play it. It's hard to track how many people would play this game offline. Yeah. But, you know, those people, you just got screwed out of, you know, 60 to $120. You know, offline gaming yeah. is actually, I think, going to start to become really important as mm-hmm. we progress into the future too because mm-hmm. i've been thinking about this a lot like with my switch yep. um i've been keeping my switch with me and using it a lot just when i'm on like long train rides yep. and all that is completely online yes you know so like if if we find ourselves in a future where a lot of gaming ha- like if call of duty ever works its way onto a switch it's going to be really locked down when i'm just playing out about mobile and I imagine yeah. they're going to going in that direction. So like they gotta they gotta really actually start considering offline play if they're going to if we're gonna be moving in this direction of say more consoles like the Switch. Yeah. I do, however, like this idea though that like you know, we can screw over the offline player because they don't have internet. What are they? What are they? Who Bo Burnham is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's wonderful. He has a song called "Repeat Stuff," and like yep. he says, like how you need to like, uh, like get the broad audience. Like he says, like a girl with a both, both arms on both sides of her body, and the manager's like, "No, what about girls with no arms?" He's like, "Oh, who, who needs them? They can't use iTunes." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's it, you that's, know, that's like, actually... 
What are offline users going to do? Leave a bad Amazon review? (laughs) (laughs) Are they going to go complain to their local person at Walmart? (laughs) Yeah, probably. That's about as, wow. You know, it was making me think maybe that's why I have problems with more more and more modern games because I came from a time where, pardon me, I played offline games all the time with your PlayStation 2, your GameCube. Um, Yep. Sega Genesis, I didn't play the N64. I didn't get to play the Super Nintendo. I missed those. Uh, but, oh, you missed out on some great stuff. Yeah, well, I've gone back. I've gotten, because they remake, they get you to rebuy yeah. the games a million times over. But uh, it's interesting to look at a product, and I compare it to that old-fashioned times with a Johnny brought Nintendo Switch, that when I turn when I play my Switch offline, I have access to everything. I can play all the characters. I can lock all the characters. Nothing's stopping me from playing everything. I heard it. <laughs> can stop me from playing <laughs> everything I want to play in that game where Call of Duty, uh, as the years have gone on, it frustrates me that I don't have access to every gun and every attachment in the game if I want to play offline. If I want to, like, I, I paid for this game. I want to use all the features so I can enjoy it. And you don't even give me a chance to earn that in an offline situation or even online because of the random generator systems, loot boxes, rewards, and all that type of stuff. Exactly. I I know I can play every character in Smash. I know that's an option. I can even optimize it if I go online and see how to do all the right things to unlock everybody or just play it enough. And more and more games are getting away from that, which for the type of gamer I am, is an extreme disappointment to me. I love being able to play through all of Sly Cooper 2 and not having to worry about, oh, I, a DLC or not being able to access. Like, could you imagine? Do you remember Sly Cooper 2, John? Do I remember? Or Good. Well, remember how there's all those upgrades for Sly? He could throw clocks. He had smoke bombs. Could you imagine if that stuff was locked behind microtransactions or random number generators or something where you couldn't get the paraglide ability unless you just were lucky enough or Mm -hmm. you had to sign up for a special something? Like, it's just not included in the game where you had to grind. Like, Sly had to pickpocket 10,000 people before he could get the paraglide ability. It's just it's very different perspective on gaming if you start applying modern day uh, leveling up systems, growth mechanics to the stuff we've loved in the past. But I don't want to be negative. I don't want to down on that type of stuff because some looter shooters thrive in today's day and age. So it's like it's just a perspective I wanted to offer. I, I, I don't want to. Well, there's a difference between looter shooters and then um, a microtransaction heavy game yes yes there's actually a fun i mean look at borderlands 3 they yes. have said there is no microtransactions in the game and that there won't be mm-hmm. and borderlands is known for being one of the most well-known looter shooters one of the ones that started the genre mm-hmm. and they've never touched microtransactions yeah whereas mm-hmm. you know they, they walked back on that. Can you get the key? Can you get the well, keys? You can buy the keys. Yeah, but... but you can you can get those with free codes that they give out all the time. Yes, I think I, their microtransactions actions were always skins. That was always the cosmetics. They do the skin packs and DLCs. Oh and yeah, they did that in Borderlands too. But it's not random. That's, no, that that's, is that is nice. No, I'm with you there. It's but they not random. But their CEO. Yeah. The only reason, just just for the sake of facts, he's been in a ton of controversy. Because he said there will be no microtransactions, and then they came out and said, well, you're going to be able to buy stuff uh, using real <laughs> money. 
And he's like, that's not what I meant by microtransactions. They're like, that is what he a microtransaction. Yeah. I, I think that's what he was getting after the loot boxes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that they still didn't make it their way into the game. Because uh, I think there was even more pressure on him. Like, well, actually, even those are finding their way in some shape, way, or form into Borderlands 3. But we'll have to see. At the very least, there'll be microtransactions. Just yeah. for, for those that follow Borderlands But, I mean, 3. I meant I meant loot box random rolls. Yes, styles. yes, yes. Not, and I think not, that's not yeah. Stuff. I had completely forgotten about those because I never bought them. Um, right. Up. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, Fair enough. They give you so many, you unlock so many without buying them. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're they random drop all the time. Yeah. I mean, you didn't really need to buy the what eight different ones for each character. You're not mm. gonna miss out on anything. No, especially if they're just it's color palette switches. I wish instead of face paints, we had color palette switches for our Black Ops characters, all of our, our yeah. zombie characters. Bo4 that'd make you feel good. Um, one more thing I want to point out: there was a uh, it's articles made back in the day. I saw highlighted on Inside Gaming where they claimed that mobile gaming was going to disrupt the triple a gaming industry and destroy it because of just how addictive they are their models yeah everybody was going to knock us out with mobile gaming and in retrospect what ended up happening is like all the things that they the people back in the day were predicting mobile gaming was going to be able to do to knock out uh triple a games triple a games just 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 stole they're just like oh predatory monetization and locked mechanics those are ours now and then that's yeah. how they didn't get beat by mobile gaming so i, I thought that was uh, hilarious to be like oh man mobile gaming's got this and the triple a industry is like we're just gonna make mobile games and release them as triple a games <laughs> and they're they're in it if bethesda has it. more mobile games at their next e3 than actual games i would just i don't know what they'll do i mean they're on pace they're on track all right. I mean, I'm not gonna time. lie. Doom Eternal looks great, but yeah, you, oh, don't yeah. I love all the Bethesda games, but yeah. well, except for except for well, the newest call. I don't know. I know <laughs> Bethesda's got a lot of issues, and even uh, the yeah. newest new blood. I'm excited for Starfield, though. I'm not. Yeah, I've, so I've lost Starfield. all faith. I've lost faith in Starfield I'm, I'm and very... the next Elder Scrolls. I'm terrified because Bethesda has totally lost me because of just how yeah. they even handled 76. Yeah. Listening to the developers being just like, eh, it's not how a game launches; it's how it finishes. It's like. No. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, um, you know, I, I a friend of mine bought me Elder Scrolls Online because he was tired of playing by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they Elder Scrolls Online got back like the person they like put in charge of it now like saved the game. Like the yeah, game's it, really good. It now. has changed a lot really since good release. Cool. I will, I will throw that out there that they, uh, as crappy as it sounds, that they do do that. They really do finish strong. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Good. All right, let's do topic time. I didn't realize how long we've been talking, but that's all right. We're just well, it's not too long. But we time flies when you have time. It does. Time. It's great. Topic time. Uh, announcement. I forgot to make at the start. Sure. Of our in ultra rare or rare patron, we are doing our July. Even though it's the first week in August, we decided to do it this. Uh, our July patron call after the show. Mm-hmm. So we'll do the show, and then we'll maybe have like a. 10 minute break for us to get some water go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and then we're going to jump into the ultra rare and we are going to um and we're gonna do like a call like we normally do and i thought this could be a fun way to like continue the conversation on the show so if like things came up that you wanted to make a point on or just talk about that we had brought up in the show 
uh, you can do it in the call. So if you're on Ultra Rare or a Primus Patron, be sure to stick around after the show and probably like 10 minutes or so after we're going to jump into the call. Yep. Uh, so that's a thing. Uh, both episodes are up on iTunes and Spotify right now, I believe. I think I updated them to 166, if I recall right. What are some other announcements? Sponsored by Ironside PCs, as usual. They're wonderful over there. Use coupon code RAD. Um, I have a new poster in the works. John, you've seen it. I'm not going to tease it just yet, uh, but what do you, what did you think of it? You didn't reply so far to my artist as he's getting through his iterations. Uh, you sent it to me as I was out and about today, so I actually haven't taken like a good actual look at it. So, okay. I mean, the, I've seen the last the the previous sketch you showed me mm-hmm. um, when we were discussing it. And you know, I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. Um. So that's in the works. Oh, you also mentioned it bonus shows. We totally dropped yep. the ball. That's what on I was trying to Episodes yep. last month. Um. So there's going to be four this month. Don't worry. Yep. They're coming. They'll all be gone. I think probably as soon as I get back to America in like two days. Yeah, everything's going to be so much easier. We just needed John to get back from being overseas. John, you're not the one that had technical issues this time. No? (laughs) I'm very surprised. It's all me. I've moved moved apartments. I've been staying with a friend who has much better internet. He has ascended. (laughs) He's he's now the Avogadro. Welcome, Johnny Avogadro. Anyway, topic time. Yes. Dr. Monty says, what's more likely, factions or John not getting first in the world on an Easter? Factions. Which one do you think is more likely to happen? Factions. <laughs> I agree. Factions will happen sooner than me not getting first in the world. Yeah, most definitely. Because yeah. Black Ops 5 will be out and they'll probably have it. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Noob asks if we like fish stick. I've seen yeah, that. Guys. I've seen that South Park episode. Get out of here, Kanye. <laughs> Do you, do you, what about Aaron and Mark? Do you guys like this? Negative soldier. So I don't have to answer the question because I'm not even hearing the whole thing. Do you like fish sticks? All I heard was Reed talk about South Park and Kanye, so I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Seabala uh, 20 says Better map, Kino, Numa, or Nocturne Crow? Uh, this is a reference to uh, my video in which, for whatever reason, I said Kino Numa. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, child, uh, Jeff Stroke. That's that... gonna, that's gonna be a movie. That's gonna, that's gonna be a uh, oh. map soon. I it, it was a weird slip in the tongue. I don't know oh why God. I said Kino Numa. I think you just <laughs> showed like a... me my future. I'm gonna be this 80 year old man just slurring all the zombie map names together like an absolute psycho. I did not even <laughs> realize the consequences of giving a crap about zombies this long. That's terrifying. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I, I um. I often have a problem where I say Kino to Toten as Keener to Toten. Like, I, I add, like, an ER to Kino. Oh, or Keener. I combine Kino Dare to Keener, Keener to Toten. The old Keener. Uh, Kino Numa, I was even, like, doing the edit for the video. And it's like, well, I'm not going to re-record a 20-minute video because I said Kino Numa. Yeah. So That's I just put a little put text I just, over it with a yeah, little. Yeah, I literally, I literally just put text on the screen. Like I don't know what the hell I just said. That's a filmmaking no-no. Yeah. <laughs> you see in the next Marvel movie, you just see a little little, little note from uh from the who, what are they Russo brothers. Russo brothers. It's like, yeah, we're not really sure what this scene was. <laughs> anyway, here's what Wonder is in here. Uh You were saying that? Uh, I caught your uh, your little, uh, and the bonus episode, obviously, but I caught your uh, three-word uh, video. Mm-hmm. And the, the clip show thing just reminded me of, I hope that we don't get another Revelations for 
Oh, oh could you imagine that? Yeah. Would be bad. DLC four. Oh, it's called the Dead. Just, get, it's not changed at all. Oh, yeah, it's literally the just Revelations down to the hidden rock oh, quest stuff and everything. Oh my god, that'd be even bigger troll. <laughs> That'd be the best troll in the world and the easiest way to make sure no one ever believed in Treyarch again. Like, if they ever wanted to piss off their community, if they ever wanted to give us a middle finger and never hear from us again, just re-release Revelations for DLC 4. <laughs> the only uh, thing they change is instead of the Shadow Man, it's yeah, Monty. it's Monty. They, it. It's even a horrible character model port, too. It just looks like crap. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's right, too hard to do. AHLS is the post-marathon Zombro is still happening this year. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Uh, I signed up for the. I signed up for the Baltimore uh, half marathon. No, I'm a disappointment. I will be running that. Uh, so don't blame me. I wasn't the ball. That's me. I'm... Uh, if you want to, though, support me. Drink your water in silence. Feel free to come by. <laughs> feel free to go to the Baltimore running marathon and cheer. Or the, no, not the Baltimore running, the Baltimore running fest cheer me on. Or, or uh, fight him at PAX East, either way. I'm also open <laughs> to fighting at PAX East. Asher Delta says, John, are you finally happy to have a webcam and decent internet again? I am. It's so nice knowing that I can use my laptop and not drop connection. Like, you guys just see what, it, like, goes on during the show when I had bad connections. But just imagine, like, my day-to-day. Mm. Trying to just, like, get That's work awful. done on my laptop and literally not have the internet. I uh at my dorm like during the day there'd just be so many people like with the internet like it just I couldn't do anything. Dorm was... internet was great. I got like a hundred. I get well, I get a hundred, two hundred down like right from three in the morning to about one p.m. But then anything after that, it was just uploading videos. I remember back in the dorm was like anxiety ridden. <laughs> it would upload faster than I could um than I could like write the titles. Yep. The metadata. Time. Yep, dude, that always happened. The uh. Uh, at my college, the upload and download was unbelievable. It was 400-ish down, so that wasn't too crazy compared to other people who have gigabit internet. But the four to 500 up was just insanity to me. Like, I I have never had better upload in my life ever than at college. And I, I that is – I actually, I still don't miss it. I hate college so much. I don't, I still don't even miss it. <laughs> but I should. <laughs> Alright, uh, next one. Omega Zero says, what if DLC 4 is in Brazil? That'd be yeah, Brazil, Brazil never panned out. No. no. That was a brief live Black Ops 3 theory. But yeah. I'm hoping to go into Brazil. It was just a yeah. sticker on the box, right? Where the summoning key was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was when we were trying to speculate of like, where we'd be going next, so maybe it's the stickers. Yeah. Uh... Uh, Dabo44, last one, says, Do you think the Black Ops 4 PC community was dusted away by other BR games like Apex, or was it just Thanos? It was definitely Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't think they had a chance on PC. As, as hard as they went with their PC initiative, I mean, how could you even try and get into a Call of Duty Battle Royale game when next year you got to go buy a new game? How can you compete with free Fortnite that's 10 seasons in, and Apex Legends that's mm-hmm. free? It's like these are games that... Even PUBG, they they have they're established too. They, you know what you're yeah, getting, and you can $60 keep playing. Sixty dollar price tag is a big home. You're not gonna lose the player base. People are still gonna be playing the games. Where Call of Duty every year, they they don't get PC right. They lose their players, and they did a great job with PC this year. From what I'm told, the PC when I play it, PC feels incredible. But it's just 
it's not there, man. They just don't have it, which is a shame. It uh, doesn't bode well for future PC initiatives, but that's going to wrap things up for topic time. Uh, Reed, you going to donate? Yes, I do. So let me go get the donations up. I was actually just found in my wallet, just slipped out here, uh, the one of our tickets, our Metro tickets from France. That was a, that was a nice blast from the past. Reed, did you uh, see the Comic-Con panel uh, after Game of Thrones? It was I did not. Seth, Rog- Seth Rogen for Preacher, and he, uh, he was roasting... Uh, Dan and Dave from uh, Game of Thrones because they didn't show up to the panel. Like they canceled last minute because they didn't want to answer questions about the last season. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it live, but I saw all that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that was. I'm glad. I'm glad they deserve. I can't believe how weak they are that they they didn't release. There's supposed to be another behind the episode. They didn't release that. They did yeah. not show up at the Comic Con. Do they really think they're going to go make the Star Wars series and people aren't going to follow them to Star Wars and be mad at them? Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they it completely was, underestimated like- blowing off Game of Thrones because they were tired of it. They didn't want to do it. Yeah, like- they, they had a trust with a series that was beloved and they just crapped on it. And if they didn't want to do it anymore, give it to somebody else. One of my favorite. It was models. so sad. Yeah. It was so sad watching the documentary, like how hard everyone else worked on it. Yeah, and they just it's, like it's one of the best produced shows ever. Just poor writing and brushed at the end. Right. What, what was the uh, quote they said that themes, character arcs, and uh, literature uh, symbolism is for eighth grade book reports, not television. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I've actually just started reading the books. I'm going through the first one right now because I, uh, I I expect a much better ending in the books. But hopefully, so yeah, it, it will so, be. I mean, they'll actually have development. I I expect the I expect the ending to be similar because he said it's going to be similar, but it's going to have way more like developed and yeah, things, it'll so. it'll make sense <laughs> that they're not just like well George told us so it has to be this way. That's basically what the ending was. All right, Mr. Drown, our man. Stay safe, gentlemen. Have a good day. Thank you so much, Mr. Drown. Great to see you. Speaking of saving safe, in my backyard yesterday, we saw a coyote in the middle of the day just walking through my backyard. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> and then one of my other friends got came over, and when he came, it came back. And we're like, God, the, the coyotes are back. And it's like, I live in New York. I don't live in the Midwest, and we got coyotes. So I li- yeah, that's I, I I feel yeah I do live in the Midwest. And oh God! I get I get them in my backyard all the time. Ah, what do you I get, do? Like, huge... Do you just yell at I just, them? I just let I just let them bull back there. You know they're just bulling. <laughs> I mean I just leave them alone. Ohio, I just shoot them. I live yeah I live in a <laughs> I live like take care of it and get it out of the way. Jesus, Christ. I live in the uh, I live in between uh, like Indiana cornfields and like Chicago. I'm like yeah, twenty see, minutes okay. from Chicago. I'm like 20 minutes from Chicago, so or like oh, okay. 45, 40, 45 minutes yeah, from yeah, Chicago. Yeah, city yeah. traffic, but all right. You could just—I don't know. Nobody never know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, yeah, they're not—they're they're not, not harming me. They're there. You go. You know, they're just they're, well. Good they're to know. Yeah, no, time. I was—I was not up. I just didn't want them snatching my dog when I take her out to go to the bathroom at night. So that's that's a new thing i'll have to deal with so there you go coyotes david kirk three chihuahuas scare them away oh wow okay well there you go as long as they're pansies i don't feel as bad then uh david kirk donates just wondering where the 12 hour damn it i didn't read this before i read it out loud just wondering one wandering he spelled wandering i'm a wanderer anyway when the 12 hour transit stream is happening or have i missed it 
Any more Resident Evil 2 streams coming on YouTube or Twitch? I just did one yesterday, my guy, by the way, or last Thursday for Resident Evil. I am probably going to get a PC monitor. I got a budget because I don't make a lot of money off YouTube in real life, and I got to be smart with my money. But uh, when I put away enough money, I'm only going to buy like a, about a $200 monitor to get 144 hertz, one millisecond response. And I'm going to start doing Easter egg speedruns on PC and... Uh, Resident Evil 2 speedruns on PC for funsies. So you can look forward to that. In uh, consideration on John... Oh, and uh, commiseration, John, on Liverpool's loss today. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it, but they... Uh, yeah, they penalties to, uh, to City. Goes to show how big of a Liverpool supporter I am. No, um, <laughs> no I didn't have time to watch it today, but yeah, it's just... Yeah. I also don't really care that much about the community shield, but I'm excited for this installment. Twelve hour stream will do it someday. Black Diamond one one five donates and he says, I think COD playing more like Battlefield is a great thing. I'm so glad they're finally getting rid of the laser tag play, adding bullet drop, mag making bigger maps, more players, and getting rid of uh, three lane competitive BS. I I'd say I I was impressed. They're doing fifty versus fifty uh, multiplayer. That's another big feature that was being toted for Modern Warfare. So there's a lot of interesting stuff that they're trying to mm -hmm. cash in on Battlefield, on uh, discouraged and frustrated Battlefield players. They're trying to take them into the Call of Duty while Battle Royales are, are cooling off. They're not as hot as they once were. And our man <laughs> Doomia. Doomia, right. my guy. Uh, they're not loot boxes. They are surprise mechanics. Oh, indeed they are. Surprise. Uh, all right. Well, that's this week of Zombros. Thank you all for coming out. I hope you did enjoy this episode. I want to thank our wonderful Patreon supporters, both Aaron and Mark, for coming on the show. You guys are absolutely terrific. Thanks for supporting the podcast and having a wonderful conversation with us today. No problem. It was fun. Wonderful. Uh, be on the lookout. I have a bunch of stuff coming up, especially I've redone my – continuing to redo my Patreon, and I have really, really, really cool posters. I'm going to start showing you previews of them as we get closer and closer to uh dlc4 that's when this sale will happen one last hurrah explosion sale of really awesome stuff and they're not 11 by 17 posters they're full-size movie posters 24 Ooh. by 36 so these are super duper special uh oh uh oh oh he's getting up he's getting up oh wait we, we can both get like this poster yeah yeah that's movie sized yeah <laughs> that's a custom made Spider-Man original trilogy poster. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, those uh, those that's a good meme. Well, well, we'll see you next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Unless anything else comes up, you can always expect us then. Thanks for watching. Be, Stay safe. Remember, remember to stick around if you're an ultra rare yep. or premise patron for the post show. Yes, please jump over to the Discord so we can have some fun and uh, be safe till we see you next. Take care and have an absolutely wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.